What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Support for the Bubba Army Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the nearly 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba. Have you smelled Manscaped's refined body wash, fellas? The ladies love their signature scent. You and your boys will be so fresh and so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash. Keep the grooming game going with the Performance Package 4.0, and inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker and nose trimmer, crop preserver and ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all the goodies. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up the top of your nose and ears. Nothing's worse than that nose hair. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. Live from the Sunbelt Rental Studios, it's the Bubba the Love Spot Show. And uh, on the show uh, is a stud, if you know anything about racing. And uh, his dad was a famous racer. I think your dad is your strategist now, isn't he, Colton? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. It's Colton Herda. <laughs> and, he's tw- and he's 21 years old. He's a big sling and D with IndyCar. And he's, I've already been told to handle him with kid gloves with the boss lady, uh, uh, Kate, uh, Kate Davis. Is that her name? Yeah, Kate Davis. And so I wouldn't uh, have it any other way. And thank you, Colton, for coming into the show. We're huge race fans. That's that's awesome because usually you walk into these things and nobody knows anything about racing or what they're like, talking so, about. Uh, so you uh, you you race Indy Five Hundred, you do, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right, and right. you just got right in there uh, and just got right after it, right? Exactly. They don't realize that. I think at like I don't know at 2014, 15, they shipped you right off to Europe. Did they? Did they not? Yeah, yeah. I moved to Europe when I was uh, 14 and a half years old. How does I, that happen? Like I got a kid. Who I've raised, and and I've he's been racing quarter midget since he was three, and we've made the progression right. through dirt and things like that. But did did, did Brian just uh, box you up and, and ship you off to, to Europe? He said, "Go on, son, find your way." I I wanted to do it. Um, so it initially was my decision, uh, and it was a really good decision that that one of the best decisions I ever made because the learning curve over there, uh, from what I would probably get over here was was massive because I had to fend for myself. I was over there, I was living alone. I was fifteen years old, so. Um, you know, not only from driving side and, and learning how to be at the track at the right time and um, going to sleep at the right time, people not telling me what to do, but also just living, having to do laundry, clean an apartment, all this other stuff. At 15. At 15. Uh, and so, be a race car driver. Exactly. It was a huge, it was a huge curve in my career, and, and I'm so appreciative of, of everybody that was kind of in that situation with me. Did you, did you literally at 15 had to go and, like, go work at the shop and— and you know, fabricate, and or did you go and write it as a driver? 
No, I was no, yeah, I was a driver. So so I had the mechanics and and they were were working at the shop. I was in the shop a lot of the days. They do a lot of simulator work over there in Europe. So that was that was most of my days were over there and, and training in the gym also. Was the competition stiffer there than it is in America at the youth racing? Um, no. let's say let's say quarter midgets and go karts. You know where kids would start off in Britain and and, and over in Europe as you know because that's, that's like the progression here in America. You know you start on go karts or you know um, legends or you know something like that. Right. And so what is that? What progression do they have over there that makes these guys so you know the F one guys? I I think it's just how you learn over there. It's at least for me it was because being so far from home it was it was all all my attention span was into one thing and that was racing. Uh, you know, I didn't, I wasn't with my friends. Um, I didn't have, I was doing all my schoolwork online, so I wasn't going to class every day. Um, so I think that's part of it is you kind of dive headfirst into racing and, and that's your whole life at that point. Um, the competition wise, you'll find fast guys anywhere you go, really. Um, guys are good everywhere, but for sure the learning curve, I think is, is a lot faster and a lot higher. Is Lewis Hamilton that good? Or could a Colton Herta get in an equally prepared car and be and and on a track that you both knew? You know, like let's for instance St. Pete. I would say has Lewis Hamilton ever ran St. Pete? I don't think he no. has. No. No. Okay, so he's never been on St. Pete course. So but you know, his ability, because he's, you know, Johnny F one over there, he should be able to pick up. So you give him a week or so to learn the St. Pete course. You guys have equally matched cars. What what do you think you think you could do? I would probably say you could beat him in an Indy car, and he would beat you in an F1 car, just because you right. guys are both familiar with that yes. more so. Yes. Um, it, it would definitely be interesting. Yes, he's extremely talented. Um, you know, it's, it's the same with all these guys that you see at the top, right? Like guys like Dale Jr., Jeff Gordon, they're all extremely talented at what they do. The hard part is being able to go from one form of racing to another and be fast in it. Um, so that would be interesting. Do so I when think... you get a guy like Kyle Larson, uh, he's on the dirt. Th- you know, Well, he's uh, you know, on right. the is is do you marvel at Kyle Larson like the rest of the racing community does? Like, a, you know, because here you are, you know, in in within our world, America, within USA, you know, F IndyCar is the is the really high t- technical, you know, F one ish version yeah. of our American racing. Do you guys at the highest level, a guy like you, it's won six times? Or do what do you look at it like a Kyle Larson? I think there's there's a bunch of talented drivers. It's really impressive. <laughs> Um, and so I actually, I've actually seen Kyle on dirt a few times. I always go to, um, so I'm originally from Los Angeles. Um, so I always go to the Turkey, Turkey night. Yeah. So out there it was at Irwindale. Now it's at Ventura on dirt as it should be. Um, and so, yeah, I, I always go out there every year and I watch and Christopher Bell was there two years ago. Kyle Larson was there last two years. Um, and it's, it's impressive how these guys go from tarmac racing to dirt racing. Obviously that's kind of how they're brought up. Whereas, us open wheel drivers were brought up in go karts, um, but even even in NASCAR, there's some guys like Harvick and and some guys that are brought up that way. But it is impressive that they're able to go from uh, something like NASCAR to almost what feels like a complete different discipline in dirt racing and midgets and stuff like this. Like you know, as loose as those guys are and stuff, like you guys never have that feeling because your your cars they're so sucked down that once you've lost grip. It's usually not recoverable, is it not? Ex- yeah. Unless you're Danny Sullivan from the 1986 uh, Indy 500. Are you familiar <laughs> right. with that? Yeah, the spin, the spin, spin to win. <laughs> spin to win. How, how unfathomable is that as a race car driver that's been on this track a numerous times for you to spin? Here we go. Hold on. 
So it was different at Indy back then. You could run below the apron, and some guys were able to run a full car length, some guys could only run a half car length, depending on how good you were um, and your car was that day. But Today, nowadays, no way, right? nowadays you'd be in the wall before you even got all the way like, down. You'd there. already be skating right now, wouldn't you? Once you got your left front on where that yellow line is, is where the track will flatten out. So we'll look at Love the entry right here. Into the first turn. Boom, once right there. He would already be in the wall at this point. You're already right pushing now. like he a dump be, truck, He would be not? backwards right now, nowadays. For, for real. Turn Ron Carroll. Can you even, can you even, can you even what? flirt with the line nowadays, uh, Colton? Can you even put your left front on there or you no? You can, but, um, well, now we have curb. So once you kind of get down to the curb, that's as much as you, you can take. Anymore, that's impossible. Watch this, it's just crazy. Danny Sullivan gets him. Danny Sullivan gets him. No, he's squirrely. No, he's spinning. Can, and now, statistically, <laughs> I don't know if that guy could do that a hundred times and not hit the wall again. Am I not right, Colton? It, there was maybe a little bit of luck involved in that one. A lot. spins. And he didn't even lose but one. I mean, like, he didn't he even. goes around twice right. and gathers it. In. Now, what were the horsepower differences back then, Colton, compared to now? I'm not sure in the mid-80s. I would imagine they had somewhere between six to 800 horsepower. Um, you know, in the 90s, they were they were pushing 950, almost 1,000 horsepower. I think when Tony, Tony Stewart's a really good friend of mine, and he has in his house at Columbus, Indiana, downstairs, he has the Menards car right. that he went. I think, I think it wasn't it 239 down the back. I think I think they had him at two. I think an overall lap might have been like two thirty-two or two. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was like su super super. They're fast cars, man. They are for sure. Now fast. they are they faster now than they were. So, my dad told me when he was racing, and I think it was ninety-eight. Um, was was kind of it was really fast 97, 96. Yeah, that's, those were real fast. Those were like the two thirty-three days. He touched. 251 on the back straight uh, at Fontana in California. It's a it's a track kind of like Indianapolis, a right. big super speedway. He touched 251 at the end of the back straight. And at that point, man, I mean, you really literally are just hanging on. I mean, right? I mean, you're just literally pointing the thing because things are happening so fast. Right. Yeah, you have the tunnel vision. It's hard to focus on on anything outside of your your vision. Any of your peripheral vision is is pretty much gone. And I've been uh, told the yeah. scariest thing. And this was by Dan Weldon, RIP. He was a friend of the show, used to come in, and we talked to Indy all the time. And uh, I know you fa your family has ties, and your dad has ties to Dan. Mm -hmm. um, I think your dad was a co-owner on that 2016 uh, Indy 500 champion. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was, mm -hmm. um, with Dan's last 500. But he said the most intimidating thing about IndyCar racing is the first time that you go into turn one into Indy full speed because it feels like the grandstands are literally on top of you. Is that is that your experience? It's it's narrower when you're in the car for sure. Right. Well, I mean, on TV, it looks like you have space. And then when you actually go there in person, you know, holy crap, this is narrow. And then once you get in the car for the first time. It's, and you're going 230 down the back, you right. know, something like that, you know, coming out of four. And you have to hold it flat.
And then you zig. You guys always zigzag. Does the wall have that much airfoil that you guys always? Because you guys always zigzag no. to the front. What is that? Why so, do they do that? So the cars, if you were to actually like run, you can't really see it on TV. But if you were to run behind a car, I guess I'll show the camera. The car is actually set up to only turn left, right? The NASCAR right. cars, and and when we race on oval, so going down the straights, it, it's what we call crab walking. So the car right. will actually go sideways, pretty much. Crabbing so, a little bit. Yeah. So if you were to let go of the wheel, it would naturally pull left. Because that's the direction. All right, the cambers, you, all the toes, right, everything's all, set all up your, to go all left. All your stagger, everything's yes. just turned to left. Yeah, so so when you let go of the wheel, that's just the natural direction that it pulls. So if you're holding onto the wheel, you're scrubbing speed. Oh, so you're, you're just actually trying holding to, the car. So you're just trying to let the car kind of go where it wants yeah, to go. Yeah, go where it wants to go. And if you fight it, then you're scrubbing speed. Like, yeah, you try to line of least resistance. So what? when you're coming out of two and when you're coming out of four, yeah. it naturally wants to kind of drift to the wall. So you just controllably kind of let it drift. So we just let, almost let the steering wheel go, kind of. Just kind of still hold on to it a little bit. But, um, yeah, you kind of let it go where where it wants to go, and and so you don't scrub any extra speed. Um, you just got back from Sweden, and I didn't even know about this. And right. you were a last minute replacement for for Travis, who got hurt right. on his bike, T- Travis Pastrada. And this, I never even really knew this event it, it, it existed, but it's a huge, huge deal over in Sweden. Am I not right, Colton? Over in Europe, this the race of champions is huge, and it's on snow. And they threw you in there. And I remember Jimmy Johnson saying, well, what else could go wrong? We got two California guys that have never been on ice or snow before, but we should be okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And this is really a big deal. I think this is Jimmy Johnson's quarterfinal, I think. And you guys made it to the finals, did you not, as a team? We made it. Team USA made it to the finals after never driven driving on ice. And against teams like Sweden, Finland, Norway that live on ice that, that they really yeah that live on ice so it was a big surprise to us big shock to us we were happy about that here is I think this is Jimmy's race I think right this is Johnson Dan have you seen this I haven't seen this year's but I've seen it before you've yes. seen it before yes. Finland versus Team USA and I, and I think Colton's after this one Away they go on, on this particular video start from Jimmy Johnson a little dab on the handbrake and another back in trying to get away from him now, when you stuff in the drift, Colton, that's bad, right? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the wrong about, way to go. Hey, talk about scrubbing speed, right? Right. I mean, that's the ultimate speed scrubber right there. Check the flag for Mika Hakkinen. Jimmy Johnson Two-time wins it. F1 world champion. Yeah. There it is. yeah. Now, this is also probably a pretty cool event, Colton, just to rub shoulders with these. I mean, you're with everybody here, right? Yeah, no one's... Legends. I mean, we want to beat each other, but it's not like a normal race weekend. We're not... We're not in meetings for hours after we drive. There's, no, there's not a lot of sponsors, you know, luncheons it's, you got to go to. There's none, there's none of that. That's, I think right. that's what's great about this is there's none of that stuff. Um, you know, it's just the fans are there, and then and all the, boys, the drivers are there. And the boys, and you guys are just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Man, how good is Jimmy Johnson? He's a good dude, dude too. Awesome dude. Yeah, really cool. Is it's, he going to be competitive? Is he going to race Indy this year? He's, he's doing the full season. So he'll be at St. Pete, too. He'll be at St. Pete. He'll be doing the Indy 500 this year. He'll be doing all so of it. So he's full season. Right. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Here you are, buddy. <clears throat> now, is that a navigator you got with you? No, that's a fan. So I think oh, for, for an additional <laughs> price point. For additional 1,500 yen yeah. or something, you can get in there. Yeah, you can drive with But some, is he weighing you down drive. a little bit? See, that's, that's the thing. What is, if you get a big fat guy like me that paid the money? You and, can, I mean, you're really you can get screwed. You can get screwed, right? Because weight's a huge factor in our sport. Oh, exactly. Right? So if you and and they don't even the the weight out. So it's like if you 
Hey, they can't. They're not putting any. They're not putting any tunks in the left rear to give you better balance. And are the, they? the balance is, of the car is different every time you go out because right. you got. 200 pounds, 300 pounds, and you got 100 pounds, 150 pounds. Did you tell like, your owner, hey, listen, buddy, you're really putting the screws to me here. I'm yeah, carrying 140 it's pounds extra. changing. <laughs> Screw that. I, and I saw Jimmy drove by himself. Right. So he, he didn't have this guy over here messing <laughs> him up, right? Well, he was in an electric car, so there was a battery. So for that car, oh, you so can't do you want the gas anywhere. car with a person or the electric battery by yourself? So we, I we, don't know. Yeah, we swapped through all these different cars. So sometimes you, you got stuck with and that. Now, what's this, what's this pickle? Which one did you like better? He liked the electric one by himself, probably. The electric one was cool because of, like, the instant torque on the ice and stuff. It was really, really fun to drive. Now, what's this big old crap handle right here? This is That's the, the handbrake. Handbrake. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine like, if you like, like, like a rally car. <laughs> <laughs> like a tractor. You've got to say it's advantage. Better. Advantage Norway. Uh, Colton's on the bottom here in the orange 13. The fourth heat of the final. Pender Solberg versus Colton. Ah, so this is the final. This is where, where we get beat. Yeah. And it's because of that damn passenger you had. I'd be under yeah, protest right now. That. I mean, that passenger caused me to push into the drift, bitch. I'm, I'm protesting. <laughs> so good. There you are. See, he's pushing, making you push already. Got a little bit too much speed here. A little too much speed. No, you had too much right side weight, Brian, yeah. is what you, what you had. Yeah, we'll blame it on that. Yeah. I would have gone over and smacked a guy in the head. So, I think this is the best finish America has ever had, though. Is it not? I, well, I believe they've won in 2002 with Jimmy again, and maybe Jeff Gordon and Carl Edwards, I believe. Um, last year, you won the St. Pete race. Right. How fast? What's the fastest part of the St. Pete race? Um, you know, maybe at the end of the front straight or at the end of the back straight. So, yeah, I guess you could play this. Yeah, I'm all I set think... up for you, B. I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go here. This is a tutorial, I think, from Will Purdue. I'm not Will Purdue. Will Purdue. Will Purdue, Will Purdue. Will Purdue. Will Purdue University. <laughs> Will Purdue, Will Purdue was, a, was a famous white. Very so, real tall center for the '90s Bulls, and he never scored nothing. Jordan scored them all. Is that is that who Will Purdue was, Lummy? Yes, it was. Yes. So this is Will Powers' tutorial of a a lap at St. Pete, and let's see how if you would do anything different, Colton, or maybe you may not even be able to say what you do different because that's your secret little secret. I mean, this guy's I, I, the man here. He's, yeah, he, he's got I like think, nine poles. I, I think. think Colton had it handled. He uh, won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, whatever yeah. Colton did last year yeah. was what he needs to do. I'm gonna see, I, like, I wonder if Colton like has any different, you know, any different techniques than Will here. Hold on here. Put on the brakes, uh, a very good passing zone for the race. You can. Pass. So this is turn one, right, Colton? This Correct. is Right when you get going. Yeah. Slide her out. Uh, really important to get a good exit here. Uh, and try be wide open through the next two. Uh, so hold on, Colton. You're wide open through here. Pretty yeah, much? this is flat. Yeah. Do those blind turns sketch you out a little bit? No, you get used to it. You get used to it here. Um, heading into turn four, very good passing zones, quite wide. Has to and be one thing you can you can hear is actually they pulled this lap from him, but he's he's fuel saving. So this is from the race. 
Oh, really? And if you back it up a little bit, you'll hear before he breaks. I don't know if everybody will catch it, but you'll See, hear. See, that's why we have you in here, buddy, for you to tell us where the fuel save Willie is. Hold on here. So, uh, not here, but into the next the race, you can break zone. You'll uh, hear really him lift off the throttle before he hits the brake. So that's how we save fuel on these cars. The next two, uh, you'll hear, hear it right here at the end of this straight. Um, heading into turn four, Lift, very good passing zones. Quite. All right, so you're just trying to burp at a little fuel, just a little less, driving in just a little less deep to try save to fuel. go. Yeah, try to go a lap longer than and the that, people that, around And that like you. millisecond saves fuel. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're burning so much fuel, right? With these these engines. And so, you're flat-footed a lot of the time, are you not? Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever you have you ever bit. had a guy beside you and you're smashing the gas and you even try to push it harder than the metal will go just to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to see if there's an extra one thirty second of yeah. throttle response? Put two feet on the <laughs> throttle pedal. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Like this son of a bitch drafted me, <laughs> slingshotted me. Because you can get now in NASCAR, uh, like Tony was a good friend of mine and he would tell me like a lot of times he they would try to jam air like a guy was drafting you. And he would go beside you, and then you would try to, if he was on your left, you would try to jam air on his lower lower quarter pa panel to try to slow him down. Like, right. try, you guys can't do that, can no, you? Open uh, wheel. Are the effects of, of their cars and having such big bodies in, in what we call like tin tops, right? Cars that have roofs. Right, tin um, tops. That's, so, so they have the ability to, to really disrupt air when driving, especially on the super speedways. Um, we don't. So, so our disruption of air comes from, so, so the wings are great, and they work fine when you're out in front and nobody can clean it when you're clean air. When clean air. But correct. when you got a guy behind you, you're all assy, aren't you? The problem is when the air hits the wings, it dissipates it in all sorts of different directions. So the guy behind them is not getting clean air. They're not getting air straight to the nose, how the car is designed to be. So is he? Ill handling, and you, the guy in front, ill. Are you both ill? No, the guy would be better off. So it's it's probably about you know fifteen to twenty percent more grip for the car in front. In the front. So it's a lot. That's why it's hard to pass in these open wheel cars. No, until you hit to push to pass. That's a whole exactly. other question I got to ask you. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> the next complex of corners, eight and nine. Uh, now, of St. Pete, what's the sketchiest, Colton? Like, which is the one you're like, oh God, I wish they'd redo this corner. I can't take it any longer. Not not redo, but it's turn three is a fast corner, um, and it's it's really sketchy when you come out on new tires that, that are that would stone be, cold. That was, so this right is, here, this, this is one, right? Uh, this really is one. Get a good this exit is two. Here. This is two. Uh, now this is three. Wide open through the next two. And three sketchy just because it kind of leads in blindly into four, and you can't lift, right? Right. Is that it's what makes flat. it sketchy? Yeah, it's flat. You can't see where you're going. Uh, complex of and if you imagine too, this camera is another two or three feet above where our sight line is. Right. Right. We're set even lower. Your butthole is about maybe uh, an inch from the asphalt. It's very low. Yeah, right. you can you can feel it in your butt when you touch yeah. the ground. Yeah, can you imagine if you pour a little... You get spanked every time yeah. the car hits the ground. Uh, it does. Does it really? Like if you... <laughs> you can feel it for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, heading to turn four, a very good passing. Yeah, because they don't have... I mean, they got great head restraint systems and all, but they don't have anything for your ass at the end of the day. Not really. They're not a <laughs> right. lot for your ass, right? Right. <laughs> you guys don't have, like, the ass. massage sheets and stuff? <laughs> yeah, no. it's massager and stuff. Wide. Has to be we'll have to figure that into the budget for next year. Heated yeah. seats. Colton Hurd uh, holds out contract for heated seats. Because <laughs> you can get choked. Now, do you guys have a cooling system, like, through your suit and stuff like that? Do you have, like, so, a, like a cool suit? So we do now, since we have the aero screen. Before, we did not. It it gets way too hot. So so with the aero screen now, we're, like, we're pushing temperature of, like, 145 in the cockpit in some of these races. 
Um, because you don't well have the as, air anymore. Right. As well as wearing three layers, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Fireproof. Um, so it does get extremely hot. With a, and headso- with a head sock. Right. You know. Like like the first year, I remember, uh, I don't know if you know the name, Connor Daly. He's a yeah, car driver. Yep. He lost 12 pounds at a race. I need to that's get it how, a few races. That's how hot <laughs> it was before. I'd be like AJ when AJ, towards AJ's latter year. Man, AJ could barely get in a car in his last couple of years, my man. <laughs> that's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. <laughs> Next complex of corners, eight and nine. Uh, very important. Apex of walls. Got to be uh, very accurate here. If you hit an inside wall, throw just straight back out into the outside wall. And, uh... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That can definitely hurt a bit. Kind of bumpy heading down here on the back straight, wide open through turn 10 into turn 11, a big braking zone. That looks like kind of treacherous right there. 11 looks a little treacherous to me. Yeah, 10, 10 11, that, that area has got a lot of wrecks during the races. Can't use any of the. Thank you, Dan, who has driven it. Uh, well, I've watched the races. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy that that that's sitting right beside you that's driven it. That's won the right? guy that won He's the not wrong. He's <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> By the way, he he drives a Ferrari. He's a doctor and a lawyer. He's a co-host of the show, and he dri- usually drives a Pista. Is it what? What type of Pista is it? Forty-eight Pista. But today, of all times, not to drive it when we were trying to show off. We got a real Indy driver here, and he drives you know whatever the hell he drives today. He drives a Sebring too. You were there yesterday, right? I was there yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I drive a forty-eight uh, Challenge Evo. It's a seven hundred horsepower Ferrari, winged up. Yeah. What's your best lap time, Dan? Uh, two thirteen. Jay's in like two tens now. Could could Colton do two thirteen in the pace car? Oh, dude, he would he he would do a two oh five in that car. He would. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would an Indy car do at Sebring? Oh, like one fifty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even faster. Now, rumor has it, Colton, that you're so damn good that you that there's discussions of you going to F one and you damn it was touch and go. You almost had an F one ride for this year. He's really close this year. Yeah. And with the Haas team. Uh, no, with Alfa Romeo. No, he's going oh, really to go with the real winner. Yeah. Poor Haas. They, they just, I mean, they just need to realize this is just not a sport. You know, this is, the, <laughs> this is, I mean, I'm not saying, I know a lot about, I mean, I know enough about racing to know that poor Gene Haas, buddy, you're not right. going to beat, you're just, I don't think you're ever going to be competitive with, with American technology. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, you know, you were talking about how great of a driver uh, Lewis Hamilton is, but if he's not in the best car, he's not that great of a driver. That's you saying it. Colton didn't say that. 
Yeah. I'm sure you agree. Um, with... Colton say he's saying nothing. Don't get me in trouble there, Dr. Boy. Uh, <laughs> I got corporate sponsors and on teammates and all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Nice Johnny thing about, Loose Lips. Nice thing about Colton Everybody is, knows that I did not say that. The nice thing about Colton is, you know, his first couple of years, he had some big polls and was doing really well in a couple of races and that just had some unfortunate instances. And you weren't a crybaby about it. You were just a, just a mature professional about it all. And it was Evident, very clearly evident early on that you were going to be a great driver, and you were just patient and you get your wins, and I'm so happy for you. Listen, he's Thank not you. a crybaby. He's, he's the lead drummer of the Zibs. <laughs> and I can't be. A, oh yeah, I can't be a, a guy that drives a, a, a Chevy Cono van like this and does their video, buddy. That guy ain't a crybaby. Nope. That guy ain't a not cry my baby. van. So anyway, if, for those scoring at home, uh, Colton Herta, Indy 500 uh, driver, uh, big time slinging D. Six-time winner, comes from the loins of the great Brian Herta, uh, is also a, a lead drummer of a punk. Is, is it a punk rock band? Is that, is that yeah. how you describe yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're called the Zibs. And when Colton gets back for a little bit of time back in California, sometimes you guys will just pick up and do some bar gigs and, and tour a little bit, won't you? When, yeah, whenever we can. You know, obviously all the guys are in college and, and I'm doing racing, so it, it doesn't happen often. But when we can get together, we'll play some stuff. And here's a, here's a song that they recorded inside of a van. Are you guys ready to play? Yeah, let's ready to play. If Green Day and Coldplay would have gotten together and had children, it would have been the Zips. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that, Colton? If Green Day would have found a bunch of female groupies at the Coldplay concert, that's the kids of the Zips. <laughs> there you go. Something like that. Yeah. By the way, that's Colton on the, on the drums. should be your outro. You know how you walk out, they have walking out music. Now, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for last year's winner, Colton Herta, and you go out on the stage. They should play your own music. I'm right. Sick of the I man. Know. I'm sick of all this nonsense. <laughs> guys, this corporate America sucks. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. guy looks like uh, the uh, lead actor on Entourage. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd I was thinking telling, the same thing. That's if hilarious. I was, if I was rolling around L.A., I'd be telling him that was my brother if I was this guy. <laughs> hey, I'm a lead singer of the Zibs, and my brother was a guy on Entourage. <laughs> yeah. And I know You Colton know, I've Herta. never thought, I've been friends with him since I was like in fifth grade. I never thought of that. This show. Will but now up, it's not going to be out of my head. And now this radio show is going to be like any other radio. It's going to be the funnest radio show you ever did. You're going to go back to Kate Davis and you're going to say, that guy's my man. And give him a hot passes for this weekend. They, <laughs> I'm sure you could work it out. I'm sure they would if you ask. Oh, I know. I'm going to be, I think I am going to be there uh, next yes. week. Good. We're going to be there next week, Blitz? Yep. Do, they, do they have rules? Like, remember back in NASCAR, we had to wear long pants and all that you, kind of deal? I think you need to wear pants if you want to go into the pits. Yeah, well, I want to go into the pits. I got to, you know, come and see. I got to come and see. I don't know, though. You might be able to get. Maybe well, it's just no open-toed shoes. Look, look at how sketchy this is. I, 
And when a guy drives you dirty like that, Colton, do you give him the business on the next lot like you're a dirt driver? Um, guy no. Guy gives you a wheel like that? Guy you feeds really, you a wheel like that? You can't really get away with that in, in these cars. They're so <laughs> fragile. I know. Yeah. Guy gives you the front right. Uh, I'm like, you son of a bitch. Next lap, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Looks like Dan driving an I-4. Look, <laughs> look now, how sketchy is this? This is three deep. Look at this. Oh, man. And then the Napa guy just... Don't they say, uh, Colton, that those steering wheels are like 50000 yeah, like the 50. wheels itself. Yeah. So if you get mad and, expensive. You, the, you know, and you and you and you nose it into the one of the walls, you know, some of the NASCAR guys will get out and throw their steering wheel. I don't think you can throw your steering some wheel. Some people still do. <laughs> for real? Yeah. For real. It's happened for uh, sure. I'd that's a good way to get. Wheel. That's a good way to get fired, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm I don't like, know if you're worth if you're worth enough to the team. I, you can get away with a Lewis, lot more if, than you think. If Lewis Hamilton chucked his. I think those are two hundred and seventy-five thousand, aren't they, Dan? I, the, the steering wheels. I would imagine they're more than the IndyCar ones. Yeah, sure. yeah, they're yeah. super expensive. There's it's a the rule in Formula One that they get out of the car, they got to put that wheel right back on so that the, the uh, corner workers can move the car. Right. They're so calm in Formula One. When you listen to the radio, they're so calm compared to us Americans. You never yeah. notice that. They're like uh, currently P3, approaching P2. Approximately uh, 1.25 seconds behind. Exactly. Like, yeah. We're like, man, let me tell you something. That guy is just, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you got to step it up there, Colton. Uh, can no, get push, him. Come on, Colton. Hit the push or pass something. We're getting, I don't know if we got the black tires or the red tires, but God dang, Colton, you're all over the place. <laughs> Do you like racing sports cars? Like you, I love you, it, yeah. Like, you know, like Daytona 500. I'm sorry. I mean, like... Uh, he won, the, Ro- hours I mean, he won the Rolex. Yeah. Yeah. Daytona and things mm-hmm. like that. So do you, you pref- do you prefer the Indy over that? Yes. You yeah. do? Just mm-hmm. because it's just faster and harder? Yeah, you don't have to share a car. Oh, yeah, like switch car. Like I don't like out. Car. <laughs> He's selfish. I don't he like watching the car the go around without in. me in. Oh, right. <laughs> sitting now, on the pit lane. You know, so I, one of the questions Valley I was going to... By the way, uh, Colton heard... Uh, uh, in the studio, and he's the defending uh, winner of the St. Pete Grand Prix. The St. Pete Grand Prix next weekend, not this weekend. Yep. But he's got to get in town and do all his PR commitments and do our stupid show and things like that. Hopefully our show will be uh, – by the way, I want to go like another 30 minutes with you if you got if you got time. I'm not – you got. We're just getting into the good stuff, and this is the best interview. He I have to come back. Doing. I'll have to come back. You got to admit, this is probably one of the more funner interviews. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a strip club, to be honest. Well, I mean, looking around this place. I mean, well, we used to we used to have a strip pole in the studio, but yeah, we took we, it down. Now, hold on, you can see the remnants of the strip pole. Can you see it right there? <laughs> oh, it used to go all the way down. But we, had, you know, we're right. corporate America now, so we had to cut right. down the strip yeah, pole. But we used course. to, ha- and then over here used to be a shower. Let me show you. This used to be a shower. We used it for storage. It's, now it's Marshall oh, Band equipment. Cool we used to have that entire stage was a was a band had all you right. know, drums and. Uh, dime bag, Daryl amp. We have stacks and everything. Uh-huh. And then we sold out to corporate America, and we're going to make it a podcast stage instead. Well. We used to be cool rock guys and with a stripper <laughs> pole and a shower, and now we're Johnny Corporate. With other Johnny Corporates telling us that we have to wrap up the best interview this guy's ever going to do. No. <laughs> no other interview place has a, a, a 800 horsepower uh, open wheel modified in the back. What exactly. That, that was the, the first for me. What does that push the pass button actually do to the car? So it it gives you more boost, so it'll give you um, I think 50 more horsepower overall. I was just gonna I was just gonna boast just a little bit and show you my son. Uh, this is him driving a 410 oh, yeah. uh, wing sprint car. This Big is my car. son. Uh, he's just right in there. I think okay. He, this is my son. He's uh, 19 years yeah. old. 
and this is his 410 uh, sprint car. Yeah, and these things are terrifying. And this is at my track, by the way. I own this track. Okay. Bubba Raceway Park. Especially yeah. when you get all sideways, like right here, hold on. I think there's a good, there's a good, there you go. Working it. Oh, turn number four. Oh, there's Tony. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's Green Tony. Said to fly on the first oh, Todd, are you were on the outside pole here, weren't you, buddy? Yes. Racing oh, action. This is, the, this is the heat race, Colton, right okay, here. Okay, right. Up From tonight. a couple years Away ago. Away we go. Puts a lot of laps on this racetrack oh, yeah. in practice. Look at that on the outside. Down the inside of Thorson. Thorson's going to watch you pass on through, and there's this darn thing he can do about it. Man, I've wanted to do this for so long, but Man, come I just, on down, buddy. I, I'm, not oh. I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to. What do you mean you're not allowed to? I, I can't get hurt. They, they won't let me do anything. Michael oh. Andretti, that son of a bitch. I know. Michael got to have all the fun now, didn't he? I think they, they crossed the line at sprint cars. Yeah, which oh. isn't a bad idea. Yeah, I don't blame them. All right, I got you. Got sprint. You, you got. We got. We got other cars. We got open wheel modifieds too. I mean, there's definitely an opportunity there. I'd but love here, to try here, here's it. Here's an in car. This is from a couple weeks ago. Hold on. Now this is straight opposite of you. This is as barbaric and as you know, not right. indie as you can get. Two frame. Take a little tear off, Willie. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Colton. I know they're they're bugging me to get to wrap this up. Next time you guys do Colton with me, we have to have an hour. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's my demand. Colton, I. We're uh, to come see the track this uh, next weekend too. Yeah, and don't yeah, act like come you don't. Don't act like yeah. you don't know us. Okay. I know. I know where the. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna turn his head. I know, I know you got like Hertz and you know all these big time corporate people, but don't act like you don't know the rough around he, you. He's gonna get like, on his moped and drive away. Like yeah. all do. <laughs> don't, don't act like you don't. You know, listen. All tracks need a little bit of white trash there. Okay, so, you know, don't treat us like you don't know us, buddy. Uh, all right. Well, Col sounds good. Thanks so much Col for having me, guys. Colton Herta, let's have you back sometime and be able to really, really get into some stuff, buddy. For sure. For and good sure. luck with the zibs. Well, I mean, we're going to play it. Is that okay? I mean, we'll play the there zibs from now on. There you go. Maybe you get a little iTunes royalties yeah. or something like that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Colton Herta, ladies and gentlemen, you can always, everything. Colton, tell us all of your social. Is it all Colton Herta? It's just going to be Colton Herta straight, yeah. Colton Herta straight. There you go. Colton, thank you so very much.